0: I the point we would to say something, then I um well welcome back to the All About Ability podcast, everybody. It's been a while since you've seen me or heard of me or anything. But first of all, check out this amazing t shirt, man. Shout out to Sue Hilda, who is a really good pal of mine that got me this for my birthday. And uh an opened that I couldn't believe it. She's been asking me for a picture for it, so hopefully she sees this and is happy <laughs> is happy to have seen it. Um, a lot of people have been messaging me and asking where the podcast went and things like that and what's happening because we had a really good run there for a few months or so. We got really consistent where we got a lot of good podcasts out and there was a lot of things going on that were positive and people were enjoying it and I was getting a lot of positive feedback. Um, and then life, you know, life hits you a wee bit, um. Last time I'd done a podcast like this myself, I was speaking about goals that we had, you know, goals we had for the podcast and goals it had for life in terms of football and wrestling and things like that. I to give you a wee update in terms of that kind of set of things. But, you know, when I started this podcast, it was the main thing was mental health and talking about, you know, things that we all go through and, your own know, struggles, you know, and sort of personal journeys and things like that. Um and that was about two years ago now. Um, more than two years ago now, and I remember when when I was sitting in my house and press record, it was a very terrifying thing. And now, and now, like three years later, you're sitting here in a studio, the green room. It's all fancy makes and people helping you with things, and it's just amazing how far this came. But when I actually listened to the first episode that we done the other day just to kind of remind myself what it was all about and why I was doing what I was doing and I, you know I was talking a lot about things I went through in school and being in a wheelchair and stuff and you know you kind of think that you've dealt with a lot of stuff but the pandemic sort of changed the course of my life in terms of where I wanted to be and what I wanted to be doing as it did for everyone and I think that it's affected us all in a very different way. For me, it kind of set me down a different route that I wasn't expecting. And for the past sort of few years, I've been dealing with a lot of, what you would call, you know, insecurities or or just kind of things that you've had from bad experiences that you've carried. I think a lot of people can relate to that. You know, you just find yourself carrying things carrying this sort of pain and hurt they have from different experiences over the years. And I've carried a lot of stuff um, and not really been able to let it go, you know. You try and help people as best you can and you end up being hurt and feeling like you're alone and feeling like you have to pick yourself up from the ground, constantly, every six months or so, you know. And that can be exhausting and it it can tire you out. It tired me out to the point when I didn't want to get out of my bed at times. You know, and people go through different things like that. And I I've had a bad habit of being very harsh on myself and very, you know, what what's the word, you know, just kind of constantly thinking about the way things could have went rather than the way that things are. And because of that, you end up just carrying a lot of pain, like I said, and I think a lot of people do that in life where they just end up having to carry these things that turns them into someone bitter, someone that's angry at the world, and they never really turn back into themselves because they're just carrying this hurt and this pain that they feel from different things that happen to them. And I don't want to be like that. you know. I think the the sign of a true good person, the sign of somebody that really truly wants to make a difference, is that some you know someone that goes through life and goes through these hard times, but it doesn't let them change them and a bad person, and you know, it's understandable how these things change people, and there's been times recently where it could change me into somebody that that just angry and bitter, and I have been um for a while. And I didn't feel like I was ready to come on here and sit in front of my microphone and talk about mental health and talk about life and how things have been because I was carrying all that stuff. And don't get me wrong, I'm still working on things and things are still going on, but um, it's just about remembering in those difficult times who you are and what you want to be doing with yourself and, and the difference that you can make. And regardless of what happens to you, if you stay true to your core values and wanting to help other people, you will eventually come out of that hole. And I've always been a big believer in you need to help yourself before you have other people. Um, But recently, you know, recently that, that statement has been questioned. And this is, what, this is where we're going to move on to the, the football topic of things. Obviously last time we spoke like this, I was talking about wanting to make a Celtic poetry football team. And we had really good discussions with them. I know that they're interested, but I also know there's a lot of legality behind that. It's going to take some time. So what I wanted to do was I wanted to make a team and firstly show Celtic that I could do it, which was one thing. But the other thing was that, you know, we actually, Go for something that was true to the values of who I am and what this podcast is about, and what the sport, culture, of football is about. So I got in touch with FC United's um, prevention, FC United Prevention Against Suicide. It's, it's a suicide prevention charity that you've probably seen. You know a lot of the mainstream football teams wear the tops, and you've seen them different football players tweet about wearing their t-shirts and stuff like that. They are, they work a lot in the football community to to promote suicide prevention and talking to people and, and I got in touch with them and they were really open and willing to let me make a team and make a poetry football team and call it FC United. And that has been such an incredible experience we took players that didn't really, have fallen out of love p- with Power football, had either fallen out of love with it or we're going to just give it up. And we brought them all together and it's just been such a fulfilling thing through what has been a really difficult period in my life the last few months, um, which I know I come on here and I say that a lot, but I promise you when I tell you that just when you think you've dealt with everything you need to deal with, something else can come out of nowhere and hit you in a way that you didn't expect. So for the last sort of few months, it's been real tough, real tough. And doing this team, just the fact that it's a suicide prevention charity and the great work that they do, this whole team has came together and just watching their confidence grow and how happy they are. we. We went on in the league and played off our, our first games against, you know, anyone. That listens to the podcast knows about the Scottish Powerchair Football League and top teams in that. and that. We played, we played, we played four games now, and we played the top teams right away. And I remember we had like three weeks of training, three weeks training. We went in and played the top teams. We gave them really close games. We didn't manage to get a win. But we had our next games on Sunday, just there, and um, I know that they'd put in a lot of work. It's been really strange for me because I've, I've obviously have not been feeling that great because of things that have happened to you recently. And you come in every week and you see these people that look up to you and want to do well for this team that you've you've made, and they're working really hard for you, and it's and. We had this conversation with her, uh, one of the parents or one of the players, that um, came up to me, and I said, "Do you know, I've never seen him look this happy before, and he's been through a lot, and it's just nice to see him look so happy and smiling." And he came back for training one night, and I was like, "I need to go and see what's making my boy so happy," and that. You know, he, he goes on to say about how when you're a dad and you see somebody doing, you see your son doing something that you thought they couldn't do, because they're, they're, they're trying, they're trying and they want to do well for someone. That is, he, he told me, he was like, I've never seen him do that before. I've never seen him listen to somebody like that before. And and the way that he's taken it all on, and you could tell that he was getting emotional saying this and, you know, I'm sitting there listening to it and I'm going, Kieran, man, you need to get back on, back on the horse here, you need to get back going to, back being at your best and back giving everything you can. And and there was no way that I couldn't not fight for that. You know, it's, for for all of the credit that they want to give me for, have helped them in some way, the level of which they've helped me through at this time, has been incredible that they don't even know, you know, because I go in and I try and give them the best I can. Um, uh, You know, I don't talk about how I am, I just I try and help them and but they can see that and the level of appreciation they show and work that they put in, it's just made me feel really valued and really, feeling, you know, when you can kind of feel the happiness around the place and the community. You know, Pelvisher football, when I first got into it, was just about people feeling that they could believe in themselves. You know, everybody in the wheelchair gets, you get told about everything you can't do your whole life, basically. But the whole time you're, you know, and eventually, in every aspect of your life, that could beat somebody down to the point where they have no belief. No confidence, and so just to give that back to people and see that grow in them has been a truly, a really, you know, eye opening sort of experience and brought me back to how I felt when I first came into poetry football, and I think that's something that's been greatly missed for the past several years in the sport, and bringing that feeling back has been one of the proudest things that I've done and. We went there on Sunday, led two really good teams, um, one of the teams that we lost in the first day, we played them and beat them 2-0, two great goals from Conor Cohen and a great play from everybody, just the way that we dominated the game won the game and then it was, to come in and win a game like that, um, when you've not played or trained that much together against a top team and beat them and then you're... Our second game we are playing against a team in Lothian Wolves that have won the League Cup and beaten the best teams in the country and we um really, really dug in showed on our side of our game and, you know, one of the things that was so special about that game for me was we're one nil down and they're all over us, so they were, they were all over the, you know, for period a in, period in the game and we really, we stayed tight and we fought for each other. We worked together and we fought for each other and we got that equaliser. Well, a few minutes to go to pick up a really important um, result for the one each. And that was sort of the moment where everyone looked at us and went, oh, this team are really progressing here. Training last night, everybody was just buzzing and happy. And it's just been a really surreal experience for me. And it's hard for me to really put it into words. of fame, find the right words that do it justice to how that has felt over the past wee while. They have really kept me going, and um, I have been. It's been a really big privilege for me to just see how it's all kind of transpired. So I'm, I'm really excited about where that's going to go, and I think that the fact that it's FC United Prevention Against Suicide, you know, for us, we've all been through a certain level of struggles in our lives, and we're representing something that's really. Close to all our hearts, Amory is a pl- one of our players who's um, one of our older players, and she's been playing the sport for a long time. But she has had close experiences with suicide and things like that, which is a, which is a story that I'll let her tell in her own time. But she um she <laughs> she came into this team and. It's somebody that it seemed like she was just going to give up the sport and she scored that goal to equalise in our, in our last game with a few minutes to go and it was just very fitting that it was hard because she's worked so hard and I know how much it means to her so just wanted to mention that as well like it's somebody that I'm very I'm very proud to see get that moment as as anyone in the team but You know, I'm kind of talking a bit more summerly, I guess, because I've just been a while since I've done one of these and um, I've been really wanting to get back in front of the camera, talking in the mic and just getting things going again, because there's a certain point you just need to get everything, you know, you need to do it for you, as well as do it for other people. And too often have have I not done things for me, you know, so... Anyone that's interested in Power Football our next game is in February, end of February, and I think that FC United are a great team of supporters, so definitely check that out if you can. Um This podcast, you know, doing this means a lot to me. And the whole experience of actually how it's all developed has is something that has constantly kept me going the last few years. I don't want to give up on it and I never have. Um, but I think to have a couple of years in your life just sort of completely changed because of a pandemic and all these things, things are finally starting to get back to some sort of normality for me in some ways. And you're going to get, I think I keep having this thought, but I think, well, if I go past this and past that, I'll I'll be... I'll be fine and eventually indestructible. But life is unpredictable. And I want to say that anyone that's sort of struggling with things that that have maybe missed this podcast to an extent. Um I want you know, I want you to know that I'm 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 gonna be I'm back and I want to be more consistent and go into the new year with some momentum and just, I really appreciate anyone that stayed loyal to this and, you know, stays in tune, but if you're in a place where I was, where I'm thinking I don't really want to have to pick myself up from this again and again and again, you know, it's just about reminding yourself that, you're, you know, you might feel alone, but you're never really actually alone. There's always somebody that cares about you. There's always somebody that's looking out for you. And although, like I said at the start of this, these past few years have been difficult for me, they've also been very, you know, important to my life, important to my development and being able to face your demons, face your problems. I think the, the further you run away from them, the more you're just going to continuously face deeper and deeper problems because the more you go away from it the more it will get worse and that's something you learn over this this time is that you can't can't run away from it well I certainly can't run away from it but you can't run away from it figuratively of course and the more that you actually are honest with yourself and honest with your thoughts and put together why you feel how you feel the truth of the matter is it's probably because of things that have happened to you from so far, so far long ago, that if you actually sat and addressed them and you were like, Right, how do I feel about myself? What's the way that I want to feel about myself? I don't know everything, but I know that in your 20s, everything can, can, can kind of be up and down. It certainly has been for me. But what I'm trying to say is that if none of this had happened, if none of the pandemic had happened or this podcast had happened, there's a lot of things that I wouldn't have knowing about me, or or had really had time to think about, I would have just been stuck in the sort of circus that life can be, and you don't have time to think about these things. You just have to deal with them. And that's kind of been my biggest issue is I've had a lot of time to think about these things, and try and deal with them. And in that process, I've I've not there's been times where I've not been able to people people manipulate you and put you down and you need to deal with it, you need to just deal with it. Um, but through this course of this pandemic and just how these last couple of years have been, I had a lot of time to sit and think about all these things and I got myself into this way where I was thinking about them all in a negative sort of way. And I'm 26 now and I go, that's, that's been a lot of time to think, been a lot of time to process how I might feel about myself, but I think I've, developed and a stronger, better person for that. And when every time that you come through something, you know, like I said in the podcast before, when I've done one of these, I say to her, you know, any time that you come through something, it makes that reward that bit more worth it. How I wanted to be a football player for Celtic, how I wanted to be a wrestler, how I wanted to do all these mad things that people thought I couldn't do. And how when I do all those things, people are gonna look at that, look at me and go, that guy had to come through a lot of hardship to get where he wanted to be. And that's still the case. You want to do it right away, but different things are gonna hit you and you're gonna to have to deal with them, and, and I have, and I'm still here. That's the key, is that w- when you're sitting now and you're being harsh on yourself, and you're thinking, why couldn't I just do it earlier? Or why couldn't I just do it sooner? All that matters is that you're still here and you're doing it now, because you feel that like you've lost in some ways, but you're still here fighting, which means you, you're always winning. You're always winning when you're still fighting, and there's no. It's always worth it. It's always worth it, even when it feels like it isn't. You eventually, eventually, you'll wake up one day and be like, "It's worth it," because you, because you can see how people. You can change people's lives in in a positive way. That's why I was saying, one of the things I said during all this was talking about how I always felt like you have to make yourself happy first before you can make someone else happy, which is true, right? I get that. But what I'm saying is in this time where I've felt not too great, helping other people feel positive and confident and motivated has showed me how how much an impact I can have on people's lives. And and then you go, well, that's something to fight for, you know? And I want to make myself you know, I've always talked about wanting the world to see the best of me at some point. And I definitely feel like, you know, as much as there's a lot of things to do, everything that I've been through over the past few years has just made me able give me a stronger base to build on and be stronger for and this podcast to me is about showing everyone that we all go through different experiences, we all are affected by things differently, but we are all human and there isn't anything new that you're feeling that somebody hasn't felt before and if we can all connect through that, connect through the struggle that life can be and show each other that we're all similar in a lot of ways because of that, then really that's where differences and that's where this idea of being normal fades away because we realised that we all have that strength and unity. Embracing our, embracing our differences, we're recognising that our emotions can be very similar and that was what I've always wanted to do and anything that I've been focused and really put my head down this podcast has done really well and I know that it can become something that can really be a, a light for a lot of people with disabilities, with mental health problems, with all these different things. Just to just to know that they're not alone and know that we can talk about these things. That's what it's always been about. And that's what it'll continue to be about. I'm gonna have a bunch of good guests lined up. I just wanted to come on here because I know it's been a while and I know everybody's wondering on what's been going on. Um but that's kind of what my life's been like for the last few months. Went to Geneva, Scotland. We did really well, we got to the final. Um, There was a lot of tough things that were involved in that, but we did, we did well. And uh, a lot of things were thrown at me that I wasn't expecting, but um, there was a couple of really big moments there for me and for the team and everything was just, I ended the final on the pitch as a captain, and I remember thinking, you know, I want to be leading Scotland for the next you know, long way ahead, and I'm only 26, there's no reason why I can't do that, I want to lead this sport into a new level of publicity and popularity because that's what it deserves, that's what these people in this game deserve this sport, it's just the best sport in the world for what it can do for people in their life overall, so I just want to stress how much of an important thing it is to me that Power to Football continues because I've always talked about saving my life as a young boy and it continues to do that all the time because it just continues to remind you how special life can be because it, you know, it really can be and all that really matters in the world, the only thing that actually matters is how you make people feel and how you feel about yourself. Every other thing just kind of... You know, things are important. Money is important. You know, different things can have different values, but the most important thing is how you feel and how you make others feel because that's all that anyone remembers. And just seeing that and realizing that has made me want to push on and pick myself up and, and really show everybody in the 2023 how good I can be, How 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 much we can help each other and support each other through difficult times. So that's my, my head's fully in the game and I want to just try and get things going again and and make 2023 the most consistent one that I've ever had. By just doing the things that I know that I do every day and doing it for me and for everyone else as well. So that's the goal that's the target. And as we go on, I'm going to just get back more into my flow and we will still be Tuesday. Um, I'm going to say around five o'clock. <laughs> uh, five o'clock being the goal. Um, but Please, you know, bear with me. I'm not saying to you that everything's magic or I'm not saying to you that I'm going to be right on the ball with everything right away. But I do know that there is a plan. There are people that are great guests that want to come on here. Um, and I'm fully committed to making this everything it can be. Make myself everything that I can be. Um, I've got great support around me. You know, obviously, I probably mentioned Paul too much in this, but he knows how much he means to me and he knows the difference that he's made to my life and the podcast and stuff like that. Um, so I don't need to go too much. But, you know, having people like Dad and Connell that have came on a few times now, and they all just want you to do well, and I've got a great family, they want me to do well, and people that actually listen to me talking this microphone, is crazy. You know, that's it's mental to me. Like, there's so many times in my life where just talking like this would be terrifying, you know? So, I wanted to do this, to just get back in and just speak to you, you know? Speak to you one on one and tell you truthfully what's been happening with me and I'm gonna be alright. You know, and that if you're struggling now, you're gonna be alright. And I'm never gonna disappear forever. Do you know what I mean? As long as I'm here, all about reality will be here. And I'm just really excited to get things going again. With that said, I think that. By the way, shout out to shout out to, to Wolfgang as well, actually, because Wolfgang is, Wolfgang has been helping me with wrestling training still throughout this time. And it's again that's also been another thing that's been really fun. Like I said, twenty twenty three I have two goals, right? It's continue to progress with Football and have a wrestling match. Those are the two those are the two goals in my life for twenty twenty three. And I'm saying that the new because when I say outlines things like that, I feel like it makes me do it. Um, sometimes you just need to put your money where your mouth is. Um, and I will get, hoping to get the 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 new ICW World Heavyweight Champion, Leighton Buzzard, who was in here talking about how he was going to win the belt. He went and won the belt, so that was pretty cool. We'll get him back on. I recorded a great episode with a DJ called Frankie. I was going to attempt to pronounce her second name, but I just, it just, it's that was tongue twister for me, so I'm just going to go with Frankie. Frankie, we told the story about how we met in the po- on the podcast that we've recorded. We've recorded a podcast what was it, a month or two ago or something like that? And um, I wanted to post it sooner, but just the way that life has been that I didn't post it as soon as I wanted to. We had a great conversation. She's a, she's a DJ and she's been a She's done a lot of kind of crazy things throughout the world and, and it was a really good podcast talking about her and her own journey and just a really fun outgoing person who's also a journalist and does a lot of stuff for the BBC. So keep an eye out for that. She'll be our first guest next week and this will be the first podcast that comes out um, hopefully on Tuesday. Uh, But no, will be our first guest the week after that and then we'll go from there. I know... Uh, Ray's gaff wants to come back in, so he'll, he'll be great if we can get him in soon. And I'll maybe try and reach out to a few of the people we've had on before. If there's anyone that you want to see on, then let me know. And hopefully, Gredo one of these days is going to be a to, to one of my fucking DMs, man. Calling you out, man. I met him recently at one of the SCWs, and he was like to me, uh, I'll come on at the end of like October or something like that. Wow, mate, it's December <laughs> it's December <there. laughs> Hello, are you there? It's, it's like, oh, honestly, I've been trying to get that going for like three years. So if somebody wants to, if, if you, if if more than, however many people listen to this, if, if there's anything you want to do to help me, it's get Gradle message and get them to help that Kid with some on his podcast, man, because it's, it's a pure nightmare. And, I'm, and you know that he's bad for applying when I'm saying that because I'm like one of the worst people. <laughs> for that, you know what I mean, so... Um, but at least now we move back in podcasts, we can say that it's it's, it's become naturally, in Scotland, saying anyway, a lot more handsome. With all due respect to Dan Connell and Sean McDonald and all that. I think... That, <laughs> I, think I think that helped raise the variety, a bit, you know what I mean? I can say that because I'm in a wheelchair, because it's like, what are you going to do? Beat, beat up a kind in a wheelchair, you know what I mean? It's like one of those things that can get a bit more wide because it's, like, it's not as if they're going to come in hurt me it's bad PR you know (laughs) you know see I'm starting to get in the flow of it a bit now I feel a bit more relaxed I'm just a bit you know I've opened up on this kind of thing a lot a lot you know said a lot of deep things on all about belly and personal things got visibly emotional and cried and things like that and it's like it's a bit it's a bit demotivating and just dejecting when you're just doing that and then you go through another bad time and you need to come back on and be like sorry guys did it again uh, and you just you get kind of tired of coming on and kind of spilling your, spilling your guts out a bit um, so just for that first wee bit there I felt a wee bit kind of scared to be honest to do that because it's not easy to come on to a podcast and just talk about how you feel about things it's it's, it's it's not as easy as people think it is sometimes, and um especially when it comes to mental health, it's like there's this very, there's like a kind of talk about it that it can be quite attention seeking or, or just sort of people that use mental health as this sort of like a bargaining chip for views and likes and and to develop their own brand or whatever. And, That's never what I've been about. Everything that I say to you, everything that we talk about, you know, what you see is what you get. And i try my best to be honest about how I feel. And it's not about to me really, it's not about getting thousands of views or thousands of people or money or whatever. It's just about if a hundred people listen to us and one person is helped by hearing me talk about things. that to me makes all of us worth it and if you go by that if you go by what's true to you then that can develop into something special as long as you're true to yourself Um, and I know with more consistency and the more honest I am it will just keep growing and get to where I want it to go so you know I know that there are people that do those things that do podcasts for the views and for you know to kind of share that story to kind of use their struggle they've been through to sort of exploit people and manipulate people and I want you to know that I'm not like that and never have been and it's very real to me all of this is very real to me it's important that when people listen to it they know it's real and I just fi- I've been finding it really difficult to come back in here and be in front of the camera and just speak about it honestly because it's like Cause you just get tired of yourself and your own crap. <laughs> you're like, here we go, you know, but don't be, don't be best way for me to put this is don't beat yourself up for falling because life is just full of holes, especially, you know, if you're the same age as me or roughly the same age as me and your twenties, you're, you know, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to have to learn from them. People are going to leave that you didn't want to leave. Um, and it's all about growing and understanding yourself so that by the time you're 30, you may have some of this stuff out of it. <laughs> um, So yeah, I appreciate anyone that's taken the time to listen to me talk over these past few years. And I want you to know that it's only going to get better for you. But every time I fall, I'm just going to come up and keep getting back up and keep going for it better and better. So I'm really grateful for all your support and just know that there's plenty more to come for me. Um, And anyone from the F T United team that listened to this or anyone from that charity that listened to this, I just want everyone to know that PowerShell football is the best sport in the world. And I'm grateful to that charity for the support they've shown me and the players for the work they've put in and just how much of a difference that we can make together. So I'll see you again every Tuesday, five-ish o'clock and hopefully we'll see you again soon. But thanks again for listening and I'll, and I'll see you soon.